News. While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Besties, welcome back to South Coast tonight. I am your host for the rest of the evening, Jess Machado. Um, I wanted to start the uh, start of the hour off um, by uh, letting listeners know that um, Howie Carr had actually fainted while he was in the studio today. Um, he's recovering at home and he's doing well. Um, I, I have a little bit of guilt surrounding that. I got a call from the team this morning asking if I could cover for him for the last hour because he was a little under the weather and unfortunately um, not unfortunately I had a commitment here um, and I wasn't able to um, to cover for him but I was preparing for this show and then got on air um, at 7 so I was unaware um, but a friend of mine just let me know that um, he had fainted I went to his Twitter account um, and there is a uh, post from his family that says thank you all for your thoughts and prayers um, for Howie during the show today, he fainted. He's getting care now um, and doing better um, from Howie's family. So as you know, Howie just came back from Florida. He's a snowbird. And um, geez, I'm just, um, yuck. Uh, wishing our friend Howie Carr um, a fast recovery um, and that he is uh, going to be back to his self soon. I'm a little... Um, shaken up by that actually so uh let's um let's try to move on uh okay um i wanted to start the second uh hour talking about what went on at churchill downs this week so kentucky derby uh was this saturday um two horses died at churchill downs on saturday the actual day of the derby uh, they, they suffered injuries during races. They were subsequently um, put down. And then leading in, in the week leading in, um, four other horses had died. Uh, two of them died suddenly. These two horses uh, were trained by the same trainer, uh, Safi Joseph Jr. And we're going to get into that in a second. Um, and then the other two horses... Uh, had sustained injuries and were euthanized. A fifth horse died on April 29th before a race after flipping and breaking his neck. So, you know, first and foremost, these all seem to be very unique. It's not, or it doesn't on the surface look to be as if all of these horses were, you know, injured uh, in the same way. Um, the The issue here is, you know, what could potentially have caused the injuries? Is the track the issue? Um, Churchill Downs issued a statement that's saying that they will be fully and actively working with Kentucky Horse Racing Commission 
and the Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Authority to thoroughly investigate to do uh, determine to the degree possible any underlying health or environmental causes um, and apply those learnings to continue to improve the safety of this sport. Now, listen, there are people that exist that uh, just simply do not support horse racing. I understand that. Uh, PETA um, has, you know, actively been against it, but there are just some people that find it to to be what they would consider to be inhumane. Um, you know, I'm not one of those people. Uh, I, I believe that these horses are given the absolute best of care. Um, they are treated like royalty. Uh, they are pampered um, and they are... Uh, just like any other athlete, um, I, I'm i not going to subscribe to, you know, this is unfair treatment of animals and these, these horses don't want to, um, they don't want to race. I, I mean, do horses want to pull carriages? No, but they do. Um, do horses want to be uh, carrying around state police? No, but they do. Um, you know, the, the horses that are are being bred and cared for and trained uh, are getting the best of the best. This is a multi million dollar operation. Nobody wants their horses to die. Safi Joseph is saying that he's the scapegoat for some reason. We're going to pull a clip of that in a minute, but let's you know, let's try the phone lines because I'm just still not good at this. Um, hi caller, you're next. Hi caller, you're next. Hi caller, you're next. Hey, Jess, there you go. Hi. <laughs> Took me three tries this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I I was listening to Howie in the first hour. Yeah. And something something didn't seem right. His voice was off. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I pick up on that stuff quick. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, yeah. you know, he, he didn't sound like himself. And, I, and then, you know, I finished up work and I shut the radio off, obviously. But, um you know, and then I just turned it on now, and I just heard you saying on the top of the hour that he, he fainted. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's um, awful. Uh, the, you know, I'm thankful the team doesn't have the video up, um, but if anybody were watching it, um, I'm sure they saw it. But yeah, oh, yeah, they could streamed live right on Twitter or something. Like yeah, that. he's both on Twitter and on Facebook. The video is not there, thankfully. Um, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, I you know I I'm available usually. It's it's not. Um, I, I, they literally messaged me first thing this morning and said, he's a little under the weather. Would you mind covering the last hour? And I was like, oh, I'm already working. I can't do it. No problem. Yeah. They said, no, you know, whatever. But, you know, they knew, you know. And Now, where, where's he broadcast from? Does he broadcast from up in Boston? He has his own studio in Needham. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep, oh, so it's a beautiful studio, absolutely gorgeous. He's got a great right, team. Right. Um, yeah, and he, you know, we just came back last week was his first full week back. Um, and I yep. think it's been very busy too. I'm not going to speculate on anything, but, yeah, um, no, you know, no. he's just, I know, I think someone in the family maybe had a cold or something and he was just feeling a little under the weather. So, you know, they wanted to give him a little extra time to rest. Um, and, yeah. um, unfortunately, you know, I wasn't available. Um, I yeah, feel, I'm no, feeling terrible bad, about yeah. it, but, uh, it looks that's like he's right. doing well. Um, yeah, and you know, maybe true. just needs to rest, you know, some of us you are workaholics. Tomorrow? I, you know, I, I just reached out to, um, his wife and just let her know that I'm, I'm here tomorrow, but if they need me, I can maybe do cover for grace. I don't know how that's going to go. Maybe if grace covers yeah, for right, him right. and then I could cover for grace, but I'm available for the rest of the week if he needs some time. So, 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, Whatever I'll be. I'll be listening. Thanks. Thanks. I don't bestie. really have. I don't really have much to say on the on the Churchill Down stuff because I don't really watch it. But I mean, these these horses are, uh, are bred to race. I mean, they do that. You know, they, they they do that from birth. You know, what I mean, it's it's they they get trained for that their whole lives. Right. You know, they wait for that one moment, and you know, it's unfortunate that you know during training they they you know suffered injuries and stuff. I mean, that kind of sucks. I mean, they, they, like they waited their whole lives to race. You know, it seems like a lot. So, Seven is a lot. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I know there was a few years ago. A few. I don't know if it was maybe like five years ago or something. Hmm. But they had the same kind of like the same situation happen, didn't they? Someone there was had, a few horses that ended up dying. Someone that I know that's a an avid sports better had messaged me. We were talking about it, and hmm. he said that the Santa Anita races that this something similar happened this just this season. So I'm going to take a look at that, but. Um, yeah. Seven seems unusual. I mean, I've actually watched a race. I believe it was the, um, going back, it's got to be 2008 or 2009. The horse was yeah. Bluebells. It was the first filly to run in uh, maybe the Belmont Stakes. I might have it wrong. <clears throat> but anyway, she got her on the track and they had to euthanize her on the track. It was unbelievably oh, wow. traumatic to watch. On camera and everything? Uh, well, you know, they put up a screen around her and everything. But yeah, yeah it was right. very, very traumatic. Oh. I can't remember a time where that happened. I mean, it could have and I just didn't know. But, you know, I, I, I'm an avid, you know, uh, Kentucky Derby, you know, the Triple Crown race uh, watcher. Yeah. And um, yeah. my daughter, who is 22, she watched it with me. And um, she was talking about it this weekend. She said she was traumatized by it, that they had to put that horse down. So, um, I mean, these all took place, obviously, prior to. But uh, I'm wondering, could it have been something with the track? I mean, this is a very unusual number, seven horses and two with the same trainer. I'm going to pull up a clip about that trainer. But he was saying that he was a scapegoat for Churchill Downs, um, that they were blaming, you know, him. They scratched all his horses. So two of his horses died and they scratched the rest of them um, and wouldn't let them race. So. There's a story wow. there. I just don't know what it yeah, is. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, Jess. Hey, Bestie. Thanks, thanks. Have a good night. Good Bye-bye. night. Bye. Um, yeah, I don't know what the whole deal about this is. I I think, I mean, there's a lot of lot of horses. Um, a lot. Uh, and then subsequently, some horses got scratched. I'm very interested to see what comes of this. I think um, one, two, three, maybe seven, same location, same week leading into the Kentucky Derby is just really crazy. Um, I probably want to do a little bit of research and see. Let me see, Santa. Um, Hold on. I want to look at this. I'm just typing. I needed an assistant. Um, 12 racehorses died at Santa Anita in all of 2022. Um, Santa Anita officials have said they've made major improvements in horse safety after 2019 when 42 horses died at that track, sparking widespread debate about the safety issues at Santa Anita. I mean, okay, so that number is extraordinary. Santa Anita has had six horse horse deaths so far in 2023. 20, uh, and this is back in February. Um, it looks as if four were from bone injuries, uh, which the sport is trying to reduce. 
Uh, bone injuries are the ones that we find unacceptable. Two other fatalities were sudden deaths, the causes are which are difficult to determine. And then, if, as you remember earlier in this uh, broadcast, I was saying that there were two that were also sudden deaths, um, and that's with Safi's horses. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to pull up the um, uh, interview with... Um, Safi Joseph Jr., where he was just basically saying that he was a scapegoat. I, I you know, it's so um, mysterious, the world of horse racing. Um, and I don't know if we ever really get all of the full full story about anything, but um, let me get pull up this clip. I, I listened to it um, and, and he's uh, basically saying that He's the scapegoat for this. So let's pull that up. Let's take our break. 508-996-0500. I'm Jess. I'm filling in for Chris and Marcus, and I'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the South Coast tonight. I'm Jess. I'm filling in for Marcus and for Chris, 508-996-0500. Um, we, I pulled up a, a clip of um, jo, uh, Safi Joseph. He uh, clearly isn't happy um, with Churchill Downs indefinitely suspending him. Um, he had two horses that died suddenly, unlike the others who it looked as if were injured. Um, but let's take a listen to uh, what he has to say. Um they went over to his barn, I guess, right after they suspended him, and this was his reaction. At the end of the day, I mean, it's hard enough to go through what we're going through with the horses, and there's no reason to cause yet. Yeah, we're, we're working, our, doing our due diligence to find it. The Kentucky Racing Commission are doing it. But there's been other horses also this week. And I mean, on Churchill is trying to throw the burden on me for something when they have a lot more other problems. And, and that, that, that's the hurtful part. I mean, I accept that. It's about my duty to take care of my horses, so that's why we're doing our due process also. But to then twist it around into all this, it's it's, it's kind of it, it's it's not it's not um it's not the right thing as a yeah. So two of uh, Safi Joseph Jr.'s um, horses uh, died suddenly. I think this is going to be interesting. I think listen, you know, when you're dealing with animals, they're racing, they're. Listen, I hate this part of the sport, but it is a sport. Um, and and that's just it. I, I hope the the left doesn't come for horse racing. Um, I've thought about it since this happened. I was like, how much, you know, attention is this going to get? Uh, you know, how much pressure are these, you know, stables um, and tracks going to get to shut things down? I, I'm... I'm hoping it's there's just not enough there to do that. Um, it's a it's a tradition that I think 
is still really rooted in care and love for these animals. People care about them. So let's let's hope this doesn't go crazy. Um, so that's that. I couldn't really, uh, I couldn't celebrate. Saturday was an interesting day. We had the coronation of King Charles first thing in the morning. I had my daughter's graduation and then I had the Kentucky Derby all on the same day. It was a lot. The coronation of King Charles was beautiful. I think everybody's talking about, um, I think everybody's talking about, um, the uh, how everybody looked and everything, but also talking about how Prince Harry was there without Meghan Markle um, and he was seated in the back, not with the rest of the family, which is fine. I mean, the guy's not an active working royal now. So, um, you know, I guess my my big takeaway from it is Prince Charles is is old and frail, right? And Queen Elizabeth stuck around for so long that Prince Charles is, you know, coming into leadership very, very late in his life. And uh, I don't know, it's a little anticlimactic. I mean, I'm really in my mind, I'm like, let's just move on to the next. Let's like move on to Prince William um, to be king. So King William and Queen Kate. Uh, Lots of jokes on the internet about how Camilla... um, was the mistress and really played the long game here and uh, ultimately became queen. Um, that's wild too when you think about it, right? Like that that is who he was with and ultimately she's sitting up there and she's getting a crown on her head. Uh, what devotion <laughs> to, this, to, to Prince Charles, now King Charles. I mean... Um, it's just an interesting story. And if you're, you know, my age, you know, and you grew up with Princess Diana in the news, and then, you know, I was old enough to follow her when she got divorced, just to see how this played out. I don't think anybody ever thought that Princess Diana would be queen, you know, especially when things, you know, turned sour and it was never going to happen. Um, I think it would have even been more interesting had she been alive now to see this all transpire. Uh, but it's just very interesting to see Charles and Camilla as king and queen of England. I'm ready to move on though to Prince William and Catherine. I think they're amazing. My verdict is out on Meghan Markle. At first, like at first I was all into it. I was like, this is great for him. Harry's the spare. Harry's always been a little wild. Of course, he's going to marry a Hollywood actress and she's got all of this drama. And of course, he's going to marry somebody that is of a mixed race. And that is just going to drive the the family crazy. And I was like, all good for him. You know, like the pressure is off of him. He can just go and live his life. I mean, he can't be worse than Prince Andrew, right? You know, like on Epstein Island, like Harry's just, you know, like a regular bloke or whatever they say. Um, Fine. Then it all started to start to get a little weird. I just thought they'd stay in the family and everything would be fine. I think Megan was just like, nope, we're leaving. And, you know, the guy's going to follow her around, of course. And so I think she made it sloppy. So in the beginning, I was fine. But now I think she's made it a mess. She's embarrassed the family. Anybody who I know that is like really into this really doesn't like Megan Markle. They just really don't. I liked her at first. She's pretty. And then, of course, all the comparisons between Kate and Megan. And Kate is just a more traditional, conservative style. And Megan is a little bit more Hollywood. And I was fine with it. 
But then it just got messy and sloppy. Clean it up, somebody. Clean Charles, King Charles, clean it up. And they couldn't. They could not contain this mess. It's always some sort of drama. They they were able to to hide away and sweep under the rug um, Andrew and uh, the the underage girls that he was sleeping with, thanks to Jeffrey Epstein. That that went away for a long time. They couldn't contain Harry and Meghan, an actress. Ugh. She wasn't there. She was hiking in the Hollywood Hills with her besties um, while Harry was uh, at the coronation. It was also his son Archie's birthday. Wonder if they planned it like that. Can you imagine? Or do they have to follow some protocol? Is it? Is it like, does it have to be on that particular day? Um, let's try the phones again because I'm just not the best at this. We're going to hold it. Then we hit next. And then I think we hit air. It's like a three-step process. Hey, caller. Hi. Hi. I um, just wanted to make a couple of comments about the races and the um, yes. what you're talking about now. Anyway, um, I'm, I hope that horse racing doesn't become tainted like all the other sports, you know, because of the money, the right. big money on it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking, you know what I mean? I mean, I am worried that, you know, it's one of those things that basically has stayed the same for so long. By the way, the only point I will mention is Secretariat, which is the, the first Triple Crown winner, I think had a faster race time than like any more recent horse. So people could say that they're overworking the horses and things like that. I'm pretty sure I had read that Secretariat had like one of the fastest times on on track. So I, I don't know if it's just, you know, it's I don't think it's going to uh, it's evolving to the point where horses are dying because they're being pushed harder or developed faster. Um, you know, I think there's some risk when it comes to this, but I oh, hope I they leave it, it alone. Me too. I love it too, but I think it's about money, though. Everything is nowadays. Of course, you know that. I know they're going to start so monopolizing pickleball. Pickleball is going to become the, the new thing be. that's going to get. It could be. Have you it played pickleball be. yet? Have you played it? No, I heard about it. Though. I've heard about it too. I haven't played. I heard that they're going to be putting a pickleball court in Somerset. And I feel like now I need to to learn. So I feel like somebody at maybe Fun 107 or WBSM played it. Maybe maybe it was Gazelle from Fun 107 played pickleball. I need to to know more about this sport. But I hear it's catching on. People love it. Yeah, but I didn't get to see the um, Kentucky Derby. And um, who won it? Uh, Madge. Is it Madge? M-A-G-E? Mage? Madge? What about Madge. your horse that you like? Confident? No, no. Didn't no. didn't place didn't show nope no uh, I didn't put any I didn't put much uh, effort into this I was very distracted with the weekend um, but uh, I don't know maybe it was when I had more time or I don't know I just this one kind of came up on me and maybe too because of COVID I don't think we had one right and during COVID they they didn't have any races that year COVID messed no. everything up for all of us sometimes it's hard to even remember what year we're in because of COVID. I know, but I did win once. I, I picked it right right on the money, and I only, I should have put a lot on it, and I only put, I made $200 on That's it. That's not bad. No, but if I would have, if I would have really laid it down, I would have really did good, because yeah. I, I nailed it just perfect. Yeah, could have, should have, would have. I woulda. like it, too. I like the races. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was easier to bet this time around in Massachusetts. There's online sports betting. I didn't even take advantage of that. I was in Connecticut anyway, so I wouldn't have been able to bet through my phone if I were doing it the day of. It's interesting. It knows your location, your phone. So if you're outside of Massachusetts and you're on one of these betting apps, it knows that you're not in Massachusetts and it will not allow you to bet. It has to know you're within the state borders um, before you can place a bet because it's not legal everywhere else. Yeah. No kidding. Yep. So anyway, one other thing about the um, uh, prince and princess. Yes. Um, I saw the, uh, the 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 exhibition of her, the exhibit of Princess Diana at Foxwoods when it was there, mm. and it, I cried at the end, and it just gave you the eerie feeling that, to me anyway, that um, he kind of set this up for her to get that. Mm. I don't know. Even the other woman there felt that way too. With Camilla, and, you mean? No, because he always wanted Camilla. He loved Camilla right. from from the beginning. But um, but but this was he was set up with Diane. It was set right. up right, right. And she was she was of royalty. She wasn't a commoner, right? Kate Middleton's a commoner. Mm-hmm. So anyway, at the end of it, it's it's got all rose petals. It shows Diana mm. growing up, all her toys and everything, and. The, the jewels and the crowns and their family, and then at the end, it just gives you the feeling that um, that it was he set this up on purpose, right? And then um, you had tears in your eyes. Elton John had the song oh, at yeah. the end, and then yeah. But then um, when I think about um, Meghan Markle, do you do you know that uh, I think it was Camilla too? I'm not positive of this though. Um, said, "What if the baby comes out black?" Yeah, I guess, you know, I guess. But who was it that said, I heard it wasn't Queen Elizabeth that was Prince Charles at the time that maybe said that, right? One of them, I was either Camilla or or him, and and that was it for her, and I don't blame her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the drama, though. I think, like, she she could have, they could have left, and they could have just been quiet about it and, and left, I think. He, I just don't like, you know, they did an interview with Oprah for crying out loud. You know what I mean? And she didn't come off as very genuine during that interview. I thought it was, I it was a little too, I don't know, too dramatic I for know. me. The other one does it perfect, Kate Middleton. She's she really does. Into it. She does. And but. you know, like she's, and it's hard not to compare the two of them. You know, Kate is just, she knows the role. She's embraced it. She seems good at it. I mean, we certainly don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but it seems to me like she understands the assignment. Uh, Meghan Markle was just, she was not going to adhere to that lifestyle, which is a shame. I feel like it's its its made Harry kind of disconnect with his family, but I, I know, don't know, but she makes enough money on her own and, um, yeah. and they're doing okay. Sure. And, um, he's, He's still going to get some money from yeah. um, his father every year. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't want to kiss Prince uh, Camilla's old, um, old man, and I wouldn't want to <laughs> kiss um, Kate Middleton's for all the money in the world. <laughs> well, it depends <laughs> how much we're me, talking about. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't, because the, the one that's with Kate Middleton, his teeth, forget it. And 
and he's not aging we, well. We <laughs> cannot. Well, he is. He does have the premature balding, but he's got the stress of being a royal. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. Well, when I was a kid, so he's close to my age. When I was younger, um, he Prince William was on the cover of all of the magazines, like YM magazine and um, Bop magazine. He was like, you know, yeah, he was cuter. Well, he, he was, was like, I grew up with him being in, in all of the magazines that girls my age had crushes on. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I used to think, can you imagine if I ever met him and you become a princess? You know, like, I I, I still think he's a good looking kid. I think both of the boys are good looking. No, I always liked Harry. <laughs> the father, forget it. You I say this, you sound like my mom. She said, Harry's the cutest of the three of the boys. <laughs> and he has the best teeth. Yeah, and the, but the one, the one, Kate Middleton. Yes, his he his gums are extremely inflamed. I'm like, come on, with all that money, you can't go to the dentist. Well. I mean, he's got the he's got a lot to handle. Well, there was this whole thing too about Prince Charles or King Charles's fingers, his sausage sausage fingers. They were swollen and photographed as such, and he's very insecure about them. Um, well, it just goes to show all royals are flawed. Everybody has flaws. They're just like us. They're just like you and me, right? Yeah, but you know who I liked um, that, that that's off the air is Savage because he hated him. He says, who do they think they are? They're no better than us. Oh, they certainly so are. Off. They're rich royals and they come from a long line of uh, rich royals and they are better than me. I'm, I, I can read the room. They're better than me. That's for sure. But you know, all that stuff they share, you know, the rings, yeah, the cars, yeah, yeah. it's all, they, they, they take it out and they share it. I did read that. I love it. I love the history. I watch the coronation or the majority of it in the morning. I, I think it's great. When things change and, you know, well, I said earlier in the show, I like like looking back at 100 years ago and the history and how things were. I like the old things continue to stay with the new um the new king. I like that they bring out the jewels and the crowns and there's a history there and the preservation of those things. I, I think that's great um, to hold on to those things as long as but they did can. Did you know Queen, the queen didn't treat her sister good at all? Did you ever read up on her? No. Her sister, there's an article in one of my, the Time magazine I bought with them in it. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. Her good. All she right, Bestie. I think she was a little wild. <laughs> Lord, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Have a good night. You too. All right, besties, let's take our break. I love the royals. I, I don't like Megan, but I like all the other royals, including Harry. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. 508-996-0500. I am Jess. You're listening to South Coast Tonight. Listen to us live anywhere in the world on the WBSM. Marcus McCarthy. South Coast Tonight is the place to react to all of the day's news and where they make some news of their own. Back to the talk now on WBSM.
the show. Hi, besties. Um, you know, I'm I'm guilty of doing exactly what state-run media does, which is dangling all of these really, you know, fascinating, um, you know, sparkly stories in front of you when we're, we're, I'm really just distracting you all from some of the really important stuff that's out there, which is um, the fact that Hunter Biden could quite possibly um, get charged with crimes related to uh, taxes and his drug use when he bought a handgun. Um, and I think that this is a really, not a peculiar time, but I think that they're, we're in an election season. The president of the United States is running for re-election in a um, taped um, Hollywood production of announcement. You know, he did not announce publicly. He didn't hold a rally. He he literally had to use, or he didn't. Let's just make it clear. It wasn't him. His handlers made a video um, announcing that he was going to, you know, finish the job and stick around for four more years. Um, so we're we're in a protect, uh, an election year. The president, um, who is already frail, who is already, you know, essentially can't speak publicly without um, being micromanaged with with cards, with names of reporters and what they're going to ask. And when he doesn't have those parameters placed on him, he makes uh, tremendous mistakes and errors uh, when he's speaking or at a public event. He walks in the other direction. There's no shortage of video clips of the president, you know, stepping away from the podium and then just kind of wandering, you know, like a like a a patient in a nursing home, you know, who wanders around lost, doesn't know where they're going. Uh, th those videos exist of our president. They're everywhere. Um, and so, you know, the situation with, with Hunter, I think is coming at just the absolute worst time in president Biden's personal life. I think he is old. He is frail. And I think that he, clearly gets very emotional about Hunter. Um, I think, you know, the president has suffered tragedy when he lost his daughter and his wife in that car accident. Um, he suffered more tragedy when he lost his son, Bo. Um, he's got Hunter and, and Hunter has, you know, selfishly, you know, given his father, uh, a lifetime of worry when it came to his drug use, um, his relationships with Bo's widow, with the hookers, with the drugs, with the crack, with every, all of it, the laptop, everything. I mean, this kid has literally just um, made it so hard to be his his son, the son of, you know, anybody. He's just a, he's a terrible, terrible person. On top of that, he's got a situation where he's got a child that he had that he does not even want to have his last name, that he's trying to pay less child support for, that he has never met. And I think Joe Biden at his tender age of 81 or however old he is, 
is just, you know, like as with all of the elderly people in our lives, I think that they just move on from like what we are really focusing on and moving on to like the the basics of they just want to see their family. They want everybody to be peaceful and happy and healthy. And I think that just the stuff with Hunter is just it's just a lot of agony for the president. I would I would venture to say behind the scenes, I would bet what's happening with Hunter is plaguing the president more than any other issue he has in front of him, including any dynamic he has with China or, you know, the Ukraine and Russia or any other thing in this world. I think the Hunter piece is probably what is affecting him the most. Um, Hunter is potentially going to you know be charged with some tax crimes uh the situation surrounding um his gun that he had uh these people he didn't report his income to the irs um and then this gun that he had back i don't know it's going back a while um i just think that the should should hunter get charged with any of these these issues um i think it's going to be very obvious that there's going to be a lot of scrutiny and media uh attached to this i uh, i think a lot of people have felt that with the laptop he kind of you know was able to fly under the radar no thanks to companies like twitter that were able to snuff that out and make sure it never hit your news feeds leading into the election um and then when that information eventually was authenticated and we all knew it was real it was too late the you know the election had already been secured for the democrats and i think a lot of people feel like you know what he's got something coming to him it's kind of like oj simpson when he got convicted of that theft at a hotel room right you know he murdered uh nicole and he he got off and he didn't do any jail time and you know it was almost like karma coming back and saying hey you know what now he's going to do jail time for this right like god doesn't sleep you know with all of the indiscretions that hunter has um been responsible for with everything that he has done with with the money and these deals and the barismia and all of these things it's almost like if these things end up sticking it's karma um and it's just the timing of it is just going to be really critical uh, for Republicans to hopefully hyper fixate and focus on and not you know, lose sight of, you know, going into this election. The the adjacency to the president. I mean, Hunter is his guy. You know, he is with him all the time. Um, and I think it's bad news for the president if if they move forward with these um, these charges. Uh, I think there's also things that could come out of that that could make things worse. I hope they keep it tight. I hope they stay focused on really just kind of like the, I, it's isn't it, I think it's hard for me to just kind of stay focused on like the issues when everything gets thrown at your, your media window or whatever, what you're seeing, I'm I'm not I wouldn't consider myself to be an overly intelligent person but there's only so much that I can like um process you know and so I hope it just stays focused on you know 
whatever he's going to get indicted with and it stays focused on that. Don't make it too complicated. Don't don't bring in all this other stuff. Just let us stay focused on this. Um, in, tr- in true transparency, there's so much stuff going on in Texas right now. You had the shooting at this mall. You had somebody running over migrants at like a bus stop area. You have the situation going on at the border. It's a lot to take in. And I can't consume that much information and news. And and I do this for a living. So I get confused. I get distracted. Um, you know, I I hope that they move forward with charges against Hunter. I think it would be great to see him held accountable, even for something as small, and it's not small, but, you know, the handgun situation. I'll go into that a little bit more. Um, but even something like this compared to with the bigger stuff that he's been a part of, you know what I mean? Like all the money that he got from China and all the, the money for his father and all this dirty deal stuff that he's responsible for. Uh, it would be a real OJ moment if he, you know, ended up getting charged and convicted of something in regards to like a handgun. We would love to see it. Let's take our final break of the hour. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. I'm Jess. I'm filling in for Chris and Marcus, and this is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. All right, besties. We only have another minute or so before we end this hour. Um, just uh, President Biden has defended um, Hunter on this. He, you know, I'm, you know, my grandmother always used to say that I did nothing wrong either. Even though my nickname was the Bad Seed, my grandmother was like, not Jesse. Jesse would never do that. Jesse would never. Rest assured, Grandma, I did. I did do whatever it was that you heard. Uh, like a elderly uh, patriarch, uh, President Biden has stated that, um, you know, Hunter has done nothing wrong. First of all, my son has done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. Um, when... The president was asked how Hunter could impact his presidency. Biden said he stands by Hunter again by saying it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. The president has said. Um, I'm not even really sure that that's an appropriate response. Um, It just is another example of how the the president cannot cultivate a thought surrounding anything uh, when asked a question. I feel as if there's like a big, you know, um, uh, consequence to this whole nation that we are living through four years of a president that can't properly answer a question with any type of depth um, and that we are essentially, you know, letting everybody know that it's just okay that you have your leader um, of your nation uh, not being able to answer a question properly. Um, you know, when asked how this could impact his presidency, his response is, it, impact, it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. Sure, we know you do, Joe. We got it. But how does what, you know, how does it impact your presidency? That your son is um, Hunter and everything that he has done. It's just wild.